This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're going to continue talking about Black Mirror. Ooh, and Black Mirror. a couple more episodes. This we're going to start off with. We're going to start off with Hated in the Nation. <laughs> Hated of the year. <laughs> in the nation. This was Yeah. <laughs> This was episode six of season three, which first aired October 21st, 2016. Directed by James Haas. Ha- yeah, I think that's how you say it. Hollis. Haas. 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 Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Written by Charlie Booker, starring Kelly McDonald, Faye Marseille, and Benedict Wong. A Benedict yeah. <laughs> a Wong. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um... They were both, I didn't realize, they are both Benedicts are in Doctor Strange. Yes. Do it, Benedict. Yeah. Do it, do You just noticed now? Do I never thought about Scott saying, Benedict. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Lazarus, last week, um, you know, I'm the big Black Mirror fan here. I uh, cherry picked a couple episodes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I tried to pick a couple episodes, and last week did two, and this week we're doing two more. So, Hated in the Nation uh, is one that I nominated this week for the guys to watch. Uh, my history with this is I saw it when it aired, or, you know, within weeks of it streaming on Netflix. And um, the reason I nominated this one is it's, like with the other ones, I don't try to pick the two disturbing of ones, even though there is obviously disturbing stuff in it. Um, but for me, like, mm-hmm. it felt like an X-Files episode to me, I think. And we'll talk about that yeah. more, But it, which is another reason why I liked it, because I was a huge fan of the X-Files. And uh, yeah, and I'm interested to see what the guys say about this. Uh, before you guys get into it, the cast, which kind of talked about Kelly McDonald. I know her from that HBO show, which I always forget the name of, with Nucky Thompson. and uh, oh, Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Uh, That's yeah. all I know her from. I, I remember her all the way back from Train Spotting. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen that. I think that was her first movie or feature movie, anyways. Um, it's the Faye Marseille I know from Game of Thrones, and then Benedict Wong, as we were already talking about from the Marvel movies. From Solaris. Solaris, he's in that. Oh no! Which is the one that we did? The sci-fi movie. Oh, Sunshine. Sunshine. 
Solaris is also. Oh. Yeah, we've never done Solaris. Solaris is with the is Clooney, right? Way back in like in the nineties or early two thousand. Yeah, the remake is with oh, Clooney. Yeah, I had no idea that. Yeah, there's an original from the sixties. I want to say Solaris. Yeah. That one might be better. All right. Uh, anyway, Alex, what's your history with this? Uh, I've never seen this episode of Black Mirror before. Like I <laughs> said last episode, I think I mentioned it, but the missus and I only got three episodes into Black Mirror and said, nope, <laughs> we're out. This is too depressing. But uh, I'm glad uh, I got to watch these, uh, the previous two episodes, and now these two that we're talking about tonight because they were great. All right. Uh, Scott. Yeah, I feel like Jeff's picked the cream of the crap for us with the, some of these. Uh, <laughs> it rises to the top. <laughs> uh, so I, I like this. Jeff just watches them all and then lets us pick, and then we don't really need continuity for the most part. So no, you don't. Uh, I mean, there's no continuity. There's a yeah. one or two episodes, but the, I think I think there's some callbacks. Um, but uh, yeah, even, even in these brief like four that we we've, we've watched here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is my first time seeing this episode. Uh, I think I so well. We'll talk more about the other one later, but um, yeah, this like you said, Jeff. This this feels like very much like an X Files. Like it was like feature length. Um, yeah, which which I think is an interesting thing about the show is that you know they're, they're kind of not limited by the usual format. Mm-hmm. Um, although, like you would know better than we would. Like how often do they go kind of that long? Like it feels like everything's about an hour, a little over an hour. Um, this one clocks in an hour and a half. Yeah, I think they go with what they need. And so, yeah, this is definitely, I think, the longest one. The other one we're doing to talk about is a little shorter. It's still on the longer side. But there are some that are about an hour or even under. So, yeah, I think they they need they use the time needed. Not more, not less, I th- generally speaking. Okay. So. Yeah, I did. So the, the Hayden Nation gets to cheat a little bit because um, the, the show is clearly filmed – um, before a live studio pr- produced yes yeah. um in in england um so you can tell there's a bunch of brits doing american accents to make it seem more like global <laughs> although they, they obviously have american actors but in this one conveniently <laughs> they're all supposed to be yeah. british so they don't have to worry about it mm-hmm. yeah and mckellen mcdonald's gosh, that's a very i don't know if she's irish or scottish but that ain't a normal london accent I think, she's speaking i think scottish She's a um, Mac. I always forget. Mac's Scottish, right? Is that <laughs> a thing? Scottish? Yeah, Scottish actress Kelly McDonald was born yeah, in Glasgow. Yeah. Okay. Glasgow. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll get into it. I, like I said, I think last time I let you guys kind of run it. I just, for people who haven't seen it, I'll just read the kind of the the quick summer here. Spoilers. Near, as, as, yeah, yeah. As usual. Spoilers. Yeah. In near future London, police detective Karen Park and her tech-savvy sidekick, Blue, investigate a string of mysterious deaths with a sinister link to social media. And they don't mention the bees, but there are bees. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I guess that's one quick thing I want to have. Besides the social media part of Twitter and hashtags and all that stuff, what are your guys' thoughts about the robot bees that are in, involved in this movie? So, so like, show? there's, like, a... a- a moral or a lesson or it, feel, it feels like multiple in, in each of these episodes that we watch. So the first yeah. is, yeah, like social media and, and how kind of messed up that can be and, and kind of mob, internet mob mentality. Uh, but also the surveillance state. <laughs> this, yeah. this mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the other part of this. Um, the other part, just literally about the bees. 
Um, I feel like between this and the X Files and Wicker Man, like <laughs> and Candyman, I think I think I think bees are slowly taking over the Brits for being like the most evil, like villains, like go to villains. It was Nazis, and then the, now lately it's been the Brits. But the, <laughs> bees. the bees, the bees are making a strong push. Just saying. Although there are no yeah. cock blocking bees, at least. Not yeah. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yet without them, we have no food. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. We think we've got to make the robot bees. We've got to make the robot bees. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll let you, you guys. <laughs> let you guys kind of lead up so what did you think you know when this thing starts I mean there's not as much mystery as it was in some of the other movies it's kind of right it's out so, there mm-hmm. so I figured out that it was the bees and then like one minute later they literally say oh it was the bees <laughs> so I, I was like <laughs> yeah, oh aren't I clever and then <laughs> yeah like, oh. they're not gonna beat around the bush for that one they're not gonna be around it's the just, bush yeah whoa <laughs> yep I'm glad it didn't drag that out it's like, oh, what could it be? I don't know. Some ghost, some sort of ghost, yeah. some assassin, some sniper from far away. No, it was the bees. And they yeah, go way it's... other way to show the bees in the beginning of the. Mm-hmm. Episode, yeah, so. it's like okay, something's yeah. happening with the bees. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. killer bees. But yeah, I like that they that they weren't going in that direction. That they went into okay, who is this person? How how did they hijack the technology? And how can we find them before something else? goes wrong which uh, yeah that was very entertaining i was very hooked with that it's like oh shit how are they doing it yeah and i also like on this episode too where it is all with the tech but it's also just about our our main protagonist here right karen kelly mcdonald it's about showing her going back to her apartment she's single she's eating junk food watching the news right it's kind of most of these shows don't really do that right have the time to set up the character herself which is yeah i don't know how important it is to the story but it, it just makes it i think it's probably why it's longer they put a little bit more into building her character and then later on her sidekick's character um, yeah I, I, I did really like her character because she's she's kind of numbed everything and and by the end she's she's still shaken uh by by it all i mean yeah. Part of it is she literally says like she's never seen anybody die like that like she's seen plenty of bodies but not the actual like dying part of it yeah in her arms literally in her arms yeah um Ugh, but yeah she's was, kind of detached to everything which which makes her a good detective uh, and i will say we have you know we've drawn up the x-file comparisons and we recently just did the movie i mean this movie ends and starts the way x-files does with scully <laughs> and her in front of Higher government officials explaining themselves and showing, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. telling them mm-hmm. what really happened. And, yeah. Um, all right, well, we have the the reporter, and she's getting death threats and everything for an article she wrote. And then she gets a cake, and you don't know what's going on. And then right. she's dead. Blaming the husband, and like you said. But then, oh, what could it be? And then you find out it's the bees. Yeah, it's like, oh, is a poison cake? Nah, no poison. It's the bees. Oh. Then there's like, was it the rapper or the sports star? I forgot. The guy in the yeah, parking garage. The rapper. Rapper. Like, Look at this kid. He's got no skills. What a piece of shit. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Like, that they... <laughs> they got the kid backstage. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh man, this went south. <laughs> so the, the producers and everything are like, oh shit, cut the feed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Poor kid. Oh. Um, I forget. Was is he the one where they they put him in the um the MRI? The MRI. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I knew that was gnarly. gonna happen. I was gonna Oof. go. Oh, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. Good so. thing he was already dead. But was he? You wouldn't he put a dead man in the MRI. Yeah. No, he was alive. What? Yeah. The bee didn't get to wherever it was. I mean, it got oh, into okay. his brain, but it hadn't killed him yet. Oh, yeah, okay. He hadn't, like, the other girl stabbed herself trying to get it out. He hadn't gotten there yet. And then... Right. She don't put a dead man in an MRI. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. As a quick aside That's... here, um, I don't... Th- they built these little tiny robots really small and everything. So they're about the size of bees and whatnot. Why did they make them so strong that they could burrow through, like, skull? And bone, because a real bee wouldn't do that. I mean, he'd sting you in the ear or in the nose if he got there. Well, no, but, but it went through. It went through like nasal and like ear canals. Yeah, but again, a real bee, I, I still I don't think would be able to burrow like that. Yeah. Is all but I'm it's saying. It's like nano machines and stuff. I, I to, yeah. to your point though, Alex, I was a little frustrated that like no one came up with the idea of like we'll just give you a motorcycle helmet and some duct tape. And then we'll yeah that well, too we, like just as a precaution like we try to figure this other stuff out we're like just moving yeah. people around like in the open air that was pissing me off yeah he's like give her some fucking earmuffs no earmuffs or anything when yeah, she went to the yeah. safe house what is this shit give her like a little net or something yeah beekeeping like a mosquito and mosquito net yeah, in like front of her me- uh, like mesh from nose like, uh, and stuff uh, yeah like a uh, like you would for sharks yeah except for bees. Except for bees. A, yeah, I mean, we just went through COVID. Put a mask on and then put a mask on each ear. You're good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then again, these bees would just flow right through that mask because they're strong bees. <laughs> strong robot bees. Um, all right, so we, we're introduced to the yeah. sidekick. She gets her new partner and she's a uh, young tech-savvy sidekick, <laughs> as they say. It's a punk quarterback, Johnny Unitas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's good with the computers. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of just this of of, of the four episodes. This was definitely the worst when it came to like the clearly they they wanted to make it sound more impressive than it actually was. Like yeah, like where the writer didn't really know, so they started using bubble. Like they they avoided like some of the pitfalls, like mainframe and things like that. But like it didn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> What was weird though, I mean, that tech, it was just Twitter. I mean, there was nothing special about the social media network in this one, right? No, it was no. literally mm-hmm. just Twitter yeah. Yeah. without being called Twitter. Um, well, like her being yeah, able she, to, like, hunting and pecking, by the way. Did you notice that? Yeah, she, no. Act, actress could not type. <laughs> At least not, not well. Well, she's from Bravos. That's true. <laughs> they didn't teach that, though. Yeah. A girl, Jeff, a girl can type. Yeah, she knows nothing. Oh, wait, that's Jon Snow. Never mind. Um, you know nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, I oh, never mind. Everything. Uh, but yeah, just like young, naive, like the yeah. but the super like techie, yeah, the procedural techie person. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so they find that the bee. Well, they're they're thinking about the the bees being an issue, I guess, after the MRI machine. So they go to the headquarters. Once again, these giant headquarters are manned by like nobody, like two nobody, people. Yeah, there's like three people there. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And you got the classic. Automated. You got the classic. This could never happen. Wait, what's going on? Like, I love that. But, um, (laughs) yeah, that's impossible. Yeah, that's military, (laughs) military grade encryption. Yeah, I forgot who said it. I've heard it from like a scientist, a comedic scientist or whatever. But like the like the last words most likely spoken by humanity is by a scientist going, that's interesting. <laughs> or, <laughs> yes. <laughs> or something like that, right? Like, yeah, like the yeah, last the last word. Huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's odd. It's going to be something like that. And yeah, yeah, him with, oh, oh, no, what? Oh, that shouldn't happen. And then <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden they want to clear you out of the room, like oh, covering our asses here. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, the whole premise with the bees, I guess if you're taking the bees are gone and we've hired a company, the government's hired a company to create these robotic pollinating devices, you couldn't control them all. So having them replicate when these fake hives, I mean, that all makes sense to me. It tracks. The, re- like, the replicating yeah. thing bothered me. Why? Like, not, not from a logic standpoint, but just like how everybody was cool with it. Like if somebody told me that, oh yeah, there's these, it's self-replicating. I would have been like, uh, yeah, that is a bit worrisome when it's a man-made thing, because <laughs> bees self-replicate all the time. Yeah, so so like Life these machines does. have to be made out of yeah. something. Like it doesn't, like like it's like a bad idea that <laughs> that the bees would just like keep replicating, keep replicating, and keep mm-hmm. replicating. Like uh, I don't know. I've replicated twice. <laughs> And the world's still up in the air. Well, that was a good thing. Yeah, I know. We'll See, that's fun. Yeah, we don't know. He could give me one of my boys that goes, huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, I mean, if you like, I think it's a, you would have to have them. You'd have to have that happen, right? Because I could just see kids killing them. I mean, the same thing with any bees, right? They're just yeah, gonna, it's just going to happen. Just take them out. So. Yeah. Oh, right. so we don't bees have drones. Not, not for like safety, but because everybody would just steal them. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. or shoot them down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, what, but what if they the were best. self-replicating drones? Yeah, mm. yeah. Haven't we all been on the uh, Spider-Man ride over at California Adventure? We have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, self-replicating drones. A real fool. Peter Parker. That's what happened. Yeah. So really. Spoilers. Uh, for a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> So anyway, I guess a hacker has cloned one of these hives, and so now when the bees come out or come in there, he clones and he has control of one. I guess something like that. I really didn't understand mm-hmm. the tech there. Um, and now he can control. Yeah, don't worry one. about it. And then, in typical uh, tech fashion, the hackers want the guys to let them in, you know, plant this thing into their system, and now they have control of everything. Which I, in this case, it works. I guess I don't know. They. They find his hideout on a messed up hard drive and they plug it into their system and shit goes crazy. He got honey honeypotted. That's classic social engineering there, by the way. Yep. Yeah, it is. So like a lot of these data breaches happen is that somebody finds a goddamn USB drive laying around. They're like, oh, I just use this. Let's see what's that. I don't want this on my home computer. I'll just reuse my work one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be safe. You've launched the pink slip virus. Oh, shit. Type cookie. Cookie Monster Virus. Meanwhile, on Twitter, the people are using, they're finding out that there's people using the hashtag Death2 is actually working, and whoever gets the most hashtag Death2s that day gets killed. And uh, yeah, you have to see how humanity sucks. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and people are actually using it. Yeah, when Lady Gaga voted in because she was doing an impression of Calvin and the Calvin and Hobbes Calvin sticker <laughs> from the nineties. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, fake peeing on a war memorial. Well. Yeah, so they try to save her and they can't because the bees are everywhere. God, that was some really good death acting on that actress. That was chill. <laughs> that was chilling. And then meanwhile, the president or the prime minister is just a total G-bag and chancellor, sorry. And Oh, I'm at the top of the list. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't care about anybody but himself <laughs> in this situation. I, I, I didn't realize he was the chancellor to Australia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oi. Oi. I'm the uh, prime minister. Fight around the world. <laughs> fight, I'll fight a beat. Yeah, if it, was, if it was an Australian prime minister, he'd go, what the fuck are these bees going to, robot bees going to do with me? I live in Australia. That's not a bee. This is a bee. Yeah, bee. this is a bee. It's something yeah. out of like Sinbad. <laughs> the giant fucking it actually looks like it's moving around in stop motion. Just, yeah. Don't, don't be fooled. It, it's much faster than it looks. Yeah. See, I never thought about that. Australian bees are probably not, no fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, they're probably the size of cats and shit. Um. Anyway, they they dissect one of the bees and they find the manifesto. This guy's manifesto on there, and that's anyway. That's how they find his hideout to begin with, and all that stuff. And he plugs in, and then uh, the guy controls all the bees, and then he he flips it on everybody, and everyone he used the hashtag death to. Is now the on real his targets. Yeah. Uh, the real targets, and um, Oof. he executes his plan. Which I had to say, I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't know. Am I morbid to think that? Yeah, because he's, he's the, yeah, because the whole time they're talking about how he has some moral anger about reforming society and what and whatnot. Leading up to that, it's just like okay, he's he's using this hashtag, and they're more or less picking terrible people. That they're killing up until that one lady just did a stupid photo and everything. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Well, no, so it's three, like, I all mean, right. no, three. All, Actually, all, all three of All three of, of the first people, like, did not deserve death. Eh, yeah, I guess. They didn't deserve but death. They're, they're, they're jerks and assholes. Yeah, but they're, they're huge they ass. Derision, yeah. for sure. And, yeah. and some public scorn, but not, like, yeah. Not yeah. Death. And then he turned it on the execution and was like, oh, shit. And technically, they don't deserve death either, but I'll, I'll let them have it. <laughs> yep. So I see you're pro, you're pro bee surveillance, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. pro bee surveillance. I'm pro death to, hash, death, ha, death to hashtag death to. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay to death to hashtags. How about that? Just in general. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, um, well, I, for one, welcome our new bee overloads. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess I forgot. We didn't mention the whole part. So you find out that the equivalent of the British CIA or whoever is doing this. I don't even know where this is. But they're in a MI, so MI6. In, is it MI6? I mean, I guess it would be in the James Bond stuff, but I don't know if that's where he was from. Yeah. I think they anyway, just, yeah, yeah. self-driving cars and all sorts yeah. of weird shit. Yeah. So yeah. He's Batman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, they find out that they put in a back door to all these things, through all the surveillance and... All that mm-hmm. stuff. So that's why they're interested, and he's so interested. Let's get the hard drive. They're trying to cover their asses, and 
Yeah, I, I do like Benedict Wong here. We haven't really talked much about his character. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can see he's, he's also, like, when it's his turn to come to the stand, he's also shaking. I, I have expected there to be, like, a montage of, like, like the, the fallout for all this. So, like, a lot of people killing themselves. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, because like, it's like Black Mirror. <laughs> so survivor guilt, I was surprised. Like, yeah, that there like him just like that much gruesome. Yeah, like stuff. still yeah. like he he seemed like functional. Like <laughs> yeah. he's the one that pushed the button. I do, I do yeah. find it frustrating that like nobody wanted to listen to to Karen. Um, well, first of all, her name her is Karen. Karen. Her name's Karen. Yeah, that's true. Who wants to listen but, to Karen? But, uh, just. Like she make it make a very good point of like this guy is super smart. Like he would have had to been super smart to do what he's doing. Like he probably <laughs> wanted us to like do what we're doing now, and like nobody really wants to like like not yeah. You know, people aren't really arguing with her, but they're not like like totally on board with her either. So yeah, the the end was in sight for them. It's like uh, they couldn't wait to push the button to like let's end this right now. No more. Where people getting killed, our asses are covered. Yeah, it's more by him covering that their asses. And, yeah. Um. But yeah, he, he's the guy. The hacker's plan goes off without a hitch. He after where I forgot where they showed he was at. He's in South somewhere America somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. By and the way, I will shape. give him. I will give him kudos because disguising himself as David Cross. I mean, who would suspect him? <laughs> yeah. Genius. Shaves his head. I don't. Did he have a mustache? I don't think so. He had a beard. No, that's the one yeah. thing he didn't. He yeah. did need to paint paint himself blue. He didn't blue himself, <laughs> but or or Miss Featherbottom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's out in South America living the life, but our. Psychic character Blue is on to him. Oh, there's the Blue connection right there with David Cross. Yeah. Um, what? So uh, I wanted to ask you guys: what when, when she says "got him," like what? What do you think the next? Yeah, that was the, weird. The next step is for her, like, is oh, she, just to kill him. Is she? Well, so is she going to kill him? Is she going to like get him she, apprehended? Like authorities or whatever, like no, because she's already faked her own death, quote unquote, with the suicide. So well, I mean, but, that, like, no. but that allowed her to like. I oh, you're right. You know what? Yeah, that could have been like an undercover tactic type of thing. Yeah. So you wouldn't suspect. Yeah, I mean, she didn't seem the type to be like an assassin, you know. So. Uh, but I mean, she was visibly shaken when she was in the in the giant like. Room I mean, with yeah, like maybe at some point, of like, bodies in there, talked, so maybe talk themselves into it. But yeah, I don't think that's why. That's why I'm asking. Like, I I don't know if that's what the implication was. I thought it was, and this is what Black Mirror does so well in uh, an open ended like ending like that because she could have gone to kill them, she could have just arrested him, or we don't know what happened after she turned that corner. He could have been waiting for her. Yeah. He didn't seem like too physically imposing, but we never saw any any uh, evidence contrary to that. So, yeah. who knows? She you very easily spotted this like blonde woman <laughs> sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah, that too. Yeah. He just thought she was an escaped Nazi. That's it. <laughs> um, who knows? She could have liked what he did. Now they're gonna have married and have kids. Some social yeah. media babies. I got him. Check out this ring, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I, yeah, if you're asking me, I, I don't, yeah, I, I always thought she would kill him, but that you said she's, that's not really her thing. It's not like she's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Any other things you guys wanted to talk about from this? I mean, my notes I had is I had X-Files feel, the bees we talked about, BMRI. I like the fact that he was getting back at all the spineless tweeters is what I have written here. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And once again, I have it. That, that I like the fact that a lot of these episodes are in the not too distant future. And this was definitely felt like that. You know, the only like high tech stuff was the the self driving car. Yeah, obviously the bees and how like it's more so that they could self replicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the beehives, all squares, yeah. like a Minecraft beehive, and like the the <laughs> drone logo, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh yeah, in the office building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything else to add? I don't know. You think there there would have been like a they they would have had a better like built in like fail safe for these things, like you would think. <laughs> but yeah, engineers always mm-hmm. fuck up. Those evil, those damn engineers. What have they ever done for yeah. us? <laughs> They're too busy thinking that they could to stop to think if they should. Yeah, that's true. That's right. That's. That's chaos theory. That should be um, like a college math, class. One of one, like ethics, yeah. <laughs> engineering ethics. Should you do this? Just because you could doesn't mean you should. Yeah, I can't do this, but should you? They're paying us. That's the whole money. class. <laughs> That's the whole class. They're not, they're not just paying us <laughs> money. They're paying us a shitload of money. <laughs> hey, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. <laughs> I love a good Spaceballs Jurassic Park crossover. It's <laughs> genius. Yeah. Spared no expense. All right. Uh, all right. So now that you've seen three episodes, where would you put this one? I have a feeling, for I can tell, it's behind San Junipero for sure. Yeah. Would you have this? So, so ahead? Yeah, San Junipero one, this two, and then Playtest three. Okay. Alex? Uh, so far, yes. That is also my list. All right. Yeah, we have the next one coming up. <laughs> Until we talk right. about the next one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're on to our next one, which is... Well, let me put it in here real quick so I have all the information. Give me one <laughs> second. Enhance. Death to yeah. IMDb. On um, screen. Episode guy. Hold on. Because now we're finally on season four. All right, season four, episode one, USS Callister. I love the the one sheet for this, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Uh, This aired December 29th, 2017, directed by Toby Haynes, written by Charlie Brooker and William Bridges, starring Jesse Plemons, Kristen Milioti. Uh, Jimmy Simpson, <laughs> Billy Magnuson, Malanka Brooks, O.C. Ikhail, Paul G. Raymond. Oh, hey, easy, Jeff. <laughs> and uh, a couple of cameos, apparently. Yeah, I didn't know about the 
So apparently Kristen Dunst is in this. I did not recognize her or see her. What? I yeah, and Aaron Paul, which I knew, he's the voice at the very end. Like, Give me your loot. What do you got? That's Aaron <laughs> Paul. I knew fucking that. King of Space. <laughs> yeah, King of Space. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was so good. I'm fucking King of Space. Um, wait, who? Where is? Oh, Jimmy Simpson. That's that's the McFoyle, right? Yeah, amongst yeah. other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a few uh, like like Jeff. I'm curious if you if you recognize Kristen Milioti from anything else. You know, I did at the time, but now I don't. Let me look real quick. So, so um, yes, mo- so mostly she, yes. an episode of Thirty Rock. <laughs> oh no, I don't remember that. She's a very mm-hmm. funny cameo. Well, not cameo, but like very funny character for one episode in, in that. Um. Yeah, she Wolf of Wall Street, um, small part in that. Palm uh, Springs is what I remember her from. Palm, Palm Springs. And oh, that's her. She's in that, but also yeah. um, in uh, a recent TV show, Made for Love, which is very has a, a very similar premise to this. Actually, um, it was a series on HBO that that I, I watched a few episodes. I should try to go back and finish it, but uh, it's pretty good. All right. Um, mm. Before we get into it, like I said, I've already seen this, so you guys will get your information. But just real quick, the the little tagline here is Captain Robert Daly presides over his crew with wisdom and courage, but a new recruit will soon discover nothing on the spaceship is what it seems. (laughs) That tells you nothing about this episode. (laughs) It's very misleading. Seriously, (laughs) doesn't. That was great. Um, all right, so we'll start. Scott, which uh, I know this is the first time you've seen it. What are your like initial thoughts? And so, so I, I've seen like the various promos and, and other things that pop up a lot for Black Mirror, okay. and like this is one of them. Like the one that was clearly like a riff on Star Trek. Um, you know that right away that that has my interest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know like. I, I, you know, I didn't have very many preconceived notions about like how this episode would play out. It was way different than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, a lot of ways, it was like a like a Twilight Zone episode, like just a different riff on that. But um, I mean, like a specific episode that is <laughs> obviously Black Mirror and Twilight Zone. Have, have, yeah, I was going to say the- <laughs> basically the same show. Um, yeah. But um, I've, I've always had a huge crush on Kristen Milioti. Um, so it's, it's, I think, she's, I think she's, she was great here. Jesse Plemons is great here. Um, and his, oh, like, you mean not Matt lo- Damon? Is this low wattage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor wow. Jesse Plemons. No, no. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys never watched Breaking Bad, but he was in Breaking Bad. I think it was his first big breakout roles. And he's like one of the, like the, uh, white supremacist meth dealers. And so they would call him Meth Damon on like all oh. the boards and everything. <laughs> I see. Best ever. Yeah, like anyway, Jesse, Jesse Plemons and his low wattage, like William Shatner that he's doing in this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was, was very great. amusing to me. Um, and, he, you know, he's satisfactory creep and, uh, as well. Um, but, uh, I mean, we'll talk more about that as the episode goes along. But, yeah, just, um, yeah, watched it for the first time, um, as, as, as we've been saying for these other episodes. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I feel like. This is one of the, with no pun, no pun intended, like flagship episodes for the series. <laughs> hey, All right, Alex. 
I love this episode. This is my favorite uh, Black Mirror episode so far. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. All right. Yeah, I know. Because, uh, yeah, series spoilers, because not only does uh, it, it's really fucked up, but it's also got a happy ending, like a genuine one. Kind of. <laughs> but mostly. If you don't think too yeah. hard about what happened to Nanette in real life. <laughs> After all that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or or uh, the, the uh, Jimmy Simpson copy. Yeah, that was kind of a small plot hole. Like, I wasn't sure yeah, if he was like, supposed to be alive or something. Uh, or, yeah, yeah, because he was burnt to a crisp when they erased the code for everything bad. Did he get erased also? Yeah, I don't know. Because he was in a quote-unquote death state, probably in the game. Yep. But that's fine, so, because either his, way, real, yeah. his real life, he's still living. It was just his copy that got deleted. That's well, yeah. We can talk about that as we get... <gasps> they were copies. All right, well, just uh, real quick, this this guy, Daly, the Meth Damon character, he uh the CTO of this big MMO video game, basically. and uh, But he's an asshole. He, like, takes DNA from his coworkers who feel he oh, just treats people, gets mistreated yeah. by, yeah. and clones well, them thing, and puts like... them in. Sorry, Jeff. Well, yeah, just to just give the premise real quick. So he, clo- you know, he basically clones them. He puts them in his own personal version of the game that's been modded to look like Star Trek, or in this case, Space Fleet. And then he kind of tortures them in his game where he has a god complex over all of these people who he feels have done wrong by him. But what they've done wrong to him, I think is what Scott's going to say, is like really nothing. I mean, in Nanette's case, she does nothing wrong. I have no idea what she did to spurn him. Um, I think he he just wanted his fantasy girl in the... In the game with him, yeah, he, I don't that, think she necessarily point, like, did anything wrong. Like he'd yet. gotten over like the idea that someone had to have like wronged him. But I would agree mm-hmm. with you, except it happens right after the other girl tells him, "Oh, stay away from him. Keep your distance. He's scary. Oh. Yeah, he's right, but eavesdropping." But I don't think the, he's getting back at her though. I think he yeah. like generally has this like like instant obsession with her. I think it's because he's like, all right, this is clearly not going to happen in real life. Let's go to the game. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But it was like day two. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. Like, I, I felt at this point, like she tells like at one point in the episode, like she tells him that he's not well, like he's he's devolved enough into like, like needing that world like that. Yeah. He doesn't think about like whether he should be doing it or not. Yeah. At least not very hard. Again, engineers. Should you? <laughs> Just because you can. Should you? Um, I can. Yeah, like, I think I with the intern, like he gave the girl a coffee order, right? Like <laughs> that's a pretty weak reason to do it too. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, very weak. Uh, but it, what's it, her I, face? Didn't smile enough. Well, <laughs> she was yeah. blue. She didn't <laughs> smile at anybody though. Was yeah, just gonna true. say that the the episode does like do a good job of it first it makes he does seem sympathetic like you do yes. think he's he's like this abused like trodden on guy in this like because everybody's kind of like like ignoring him or, or not outright being hostile but like not treating stepping, him well. stepping on him yeah just, yeah yeah but you realize yeah, that like, him. like yeah. everything you see is kind of the extent of it so it's actually not that bad like not enough to warrant like what what he winds up doing? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And my first note is you feel you feel sorry for him at first because at first, yeah, okay, he's 
he's an introvert. He, you know, he's a smart computer guy, but yeah, people are stepping all over him. No one's giving him coffee. The boss shits all over him. His teammates, but then you just yeah, whatever. None of that is worth what he does to these people for revenge. Well, to these poor NPCs. Yeah. Uh, this, is why, uh, this is why I'm always nice to the NPCs. I know not technically NPCs because they're copied from a real well, that's, human I think that's, intelligence. Well, I mean, we'll get into it as Jeff recaps, but yeah, like I, I think that's one of the you know again going back to the morals and lessons. But in this episode, it's a little more subtle, but you know, cloning, like yeah, like even what, even digitally, like yeah, cloning and sentience, like what. You know what are the moral grounds to treating like a clone or a sentient like piece of software? You know, like I think that's what this episode kind of angles toward. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go back to the very beginning. It's a Star Trek episode, basically. Like, what are you guys thinking when you first see this? And you, you know, you know nothing's up. You just see this guy act something that looks like Star Trek, and you're watching a Star Trek episode. Like, what are you guys thinking when you first see it? I thought. I was wondering how they were going to break like the reality. Like, was this the real universe where the story takes place and then something like really unexpected, but super fucked up happens? Was it going to be like a Pleasantville type of situation? And, uh, nope. turns out it was like a, uh, well, when I first saw him in the elevator, it was like, Oh shit. Is he, does he think he's like this in real life? Like this is real life, but is in, in his imagination, is he the, the captain? And living his everyday life vicariously, you know, in these little moments. But it's just, yeah, it's a game simulation at the end. Yeah. First, I, th- I thought that we, like, it was all just going to be the Star Trek stuff. And yeah, we were going to, like, learn through the episode that, that at least the captain was just, like, more and more evil. Like, like, like Sat Brannigan levels where, like, he's just causing <laughs> way more harm than good. Like, I kind of thought that's where it might be going. Yeah, because yeah, it starts off corny, but at the very end, where they're just like, "You're you're the best." He's a jolly good fellow, like you know, they're overdoing yeah. it, and it's like, the, "What is going?" And on? the girls yeah. just lining up to get kissed, and all the, the, that the, stuff. The, the uh, um, her her uh, style, sorry, her style mm-hmm. from original Star Trek, where Kirk kisses her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good thing there's no tongue. That's not no allowed tongue, yeah. in no Starfleet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Then it cuts Space to feet. him in the elevator, and all of a sudden, you know, his his hair. You know, he's he's balding as opposed to a full set of hair. He's I feel like his skin is a little more just not as nice. He's got glasses on, and all right, that's interesting. And then he just yeah goes in, and you find all the stuff that people are kind of shitting on him. Uh, but he's smart. He's a computer guy. He's a CTO. So you, got, you know, automatically you see that. Okay, well, this guy knows some stuff, which is interesting. And then, uh, yeah, you meet this girl, the new employee who really likes him, is there for his job and his code, and he sucks her into the game. And her whole experience, I think, was interesting. And yeah, then, when she woke up in there. Yeah. And so what did you guys think about when he's not in the game, the NPCs are still just living their lives. I think that was, we'll that was call them f- NPCs for now on, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, that, that was yeah. my, my my favorite parts of this episode when it's just them, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like where they're like, "Oh God, think you're like taking a break from having to pretend about all that stuff." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, just flip over the bar. You go straight for the bar. Yeah, the just like all all the like mundane like stuff they get into. Um, 
Like, I think my favorite line of the whole episode might have been just the uh, the receptionist NPC. She like they're talking about how she's all blue, and she's like, "It's almost kind of racist." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like when they're on the down on the planet and like the big bug. He he has to pause out to get his pizza or whatever, and then the bug oh, yeah. just starts just sitting there chilling. It's like, oh, how you doing? Uh, just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was funny, and then it was immediately sad because it was <laughs> somebody else's digital clone that got turned into that thing. Like, yeah, Ugh. exactly. I did, I did like in the planet scene since we're talking about that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when he tricks um, Valdak, uh, so Billy Magnuson's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like oh there's a naked woman over there and he goes really like that's actually him like <laughs> he was, it wasn't him playing along that was actually him like actually hoping to see like a naked woman over there yeah. <laughs> brilliant strategy sir um, uh, alright so yeah I mean like, so I guess we talked about he steals yeah she steals her and I guess I still don't understand why he went after her other I mean he likes her, but I mean, I felt like it wasn't anything sexual or anything in this world. They even go about saying that, so I, I just it, thought it's, it is it is a little bit, yeah, sure, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, he's too awkward to actually broach that sexual barrier. That's why it's in Starfleet. He uses that as, as an excuse to the extent that he doesn't use tongue because that would be too sexy for Starfleet. Yeah, but it's really because he's just he doesn't know how to get there yet. I think. I think. I think. Again, he's just like so used to like doing that he thinks it's so like that he doesn't stop like maybe with the others like he thought about it at first we we, we never see it but mm-hmm. like he sees this girl that he's interested in um and he becomes you know immediately obsessed with her so this is his way to like connect with her mm-hmm. you go swimming right. well then A yeah she shows plant. up they explain everything to her and she, you know, she's like, fuck this. And then he won't, she won't listen to him. And then he just morphs her face into not having any, they yeah, find out like how he's a God basically up. in this world and takes yeah. away her mouth and nose and she's suffocating and brings her in line. And I, I, I did like when she goes, he's like, bring up something or whatever. You know, we're going to the computer and she's sitting there. She has no idea what to do. And the other girl's just like, all the buttons are the same. Just hit one. <laughs> yeah. That I was love great. that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so I'm just going through my notes here. I like when they're talking about how you're saying it's Starfleet, it's PG, and you know, like, take a look at your your genitals. <laughs> She's like stealing my pussy is crossing the line. <laughs> it's definitely crossing the red line. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, him playing with his, just like, <laughs> just we even tried it. rubbing them together. <laughs> nothing. It's all numb down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything? Anything else before we get to like the, the plans to escape? I mean, I, I think it's kind of sets the nothing much more there, right? Again, yeah. like I, I, the everybody's funny here in, in the cast. Um, uh, again, I really like. Uh, we mentioned it to start, but his his low wattage Kirk, like he's got like yeah. the intonation down pretty well. Um, but yeah, like when when he goes into like creeper mode, like it's it's kind of subtle uh, or at least slower so that's good work on his part and then um, I just love her reactions to everything um, that, that helps sells the episode 
Like and when mm-hmm. you know you talk about the plan, like when she's faking it, um, like that. That's really funny to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll get more into that. Yeah, I did. I did like when uh, he goes to kiss her and then she slaps him, and they're they're, they're in the middle of the. Um, he's a jolly good fellow, and she slaps him, and um, Jimmy Simpson goes, "Oh my fuck!" Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that then cool. and then he's. Clemens is like, oh, I'll show you mercy in the uh, the other guy. Um, uh, Paul. Paul G. Raymond. Yeah, the Kabir. Um, yeah, Kabir. He, <laughs> he's like, very good mercy showing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So how do you think? So this is one where there's crossover and tech. So the way he gets into his world is with the same little device that they were using to get into San Junipero. Yeah, see, I was going to wait for the end, but the the I think the playtest might also be connected to these episodes, not maybe not uh, officially, but they could be in the same universe just at different timelines. Sure. Um, yeah, that just I think it was just a way to a cool way to connect the series. Like I don't think there's any yeah, like anything to be taken from one or the other. But uh, right, but still, it's the same little doohickey with the lights in the yep. circle. Yep. And what are the odds that this guy is friends with, um, God, I forgot his name. The guy from Grandma's Boy. Adios, turd nuggets. Just like when I saw his, his little apartment or flat, I felt like he had a little segue in his office too that he was going to yeah. try to Please sit on my face. So anyway, yeah, Nanette gets in there and she's like, oh, I'm going to hack my way out of here. And she finds a solution. She texts herself through the game or whatever, and then she just rats herself out to him, which was like, oh, no, don't tell him. Mm-hmm. So that's when he goes back and punishes them. and Yeah, uh, so the internet face. police. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which is a callback to a – well, it could be a callback to that old, old video of that dad raging on the webcam and his daughter was crying. You guys remember that one? No. no. Well, the daughter was really sad. She was having a bad time. And what could a dad do? And this was like in the like late 90s, early 2000s. So I don't, I'm sure he didn't know a lot about computers, but he was raging at the webcam going, I'm going to get the internet police. I'm going to get the internet police and they're going to catch you and put you in jail. It was a big rant. It was, well, looking back on it now, it was, yeah, it was heartbreaking. But, I saw Internet Police, and that's the first thing that I saw. So I thought of it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, her next plan is to use the update that's being uploaded to the system to to get out of the system, which I think is a feasible thing, right? He has his own private thing, but if you somehow get into the upload server, your code's gonna, you know, it's going to find the anomaly, and I don't know the firewall. Mm-hmm. They use firewall loosely here, but whatever. Something yeah. will kind of like oh, this is rogue code. We're going to deny you from the server. Yeah. Whatever. I think it's uh, plausible for this scenario. So they come up with the whole thing about distracting him and stealing his transponder, transporter, whatever the fuck it's called in Star Trek. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of that? I mean, I like, I'll just say the one thing that Scott mentioned earlier, the distraction, when she's in the water with him, I'm dying. Because <laughs> she's just like, she's insane, basically. Something just came <laughs> up like, ah, I'm just kidding. And then she just splashes him, but with like, same way in Dumb and Dumber when he throws snow at her. Yeah, like, it's it's like, it's, it's like angrily splashing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, was, uh, that was very funny. 
The one thing I didn't get was why didn't they just keep his transponder? Because then he wouldn't be able to do anything. Well, he didn't. He didn't need it. I think the whole thing was they just wanted to keep him distracted as long as possible, so, right? So, then, right. so like if he noticed it missing, then he'd be suspicious of like what they were doing. Yeah, but if they beamed up the transponder, and then she would have distracted him in some other way so that she could get beamed up, and then just left him on the on the rock without the transponder. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean he didn't need it for anything, though. That's why I don't... Oh, that's true. Yeah, he didn't need that. I guess not. Okay. That's the uh, end of that chapter. <laughs> so anyway, I, I like that whole thing about her knowing herself and knowing that she had some incriminating photos on her phone <laughs> yeah, that she would never want to get out. Blackmail yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think at first they're like, uh, she's boring. Like, she's basic. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, Should I stop looking at these? Yeah, about nine photos ago. <laughs> yeah. Any of, any of the nine, right, nine yeah. past photos would work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they get her current self to go basically into his house and steal the DNA. So that was the one thing where they could get out of the game but if he still has the dna they just do it again or he just do it again mm-hmm. so they go in get a pizza guy delivery i don't know i, I don't know if a free pizza just showed up at my house i'm trying to think whether or not i'd eat it or not just like in the last episode where she gets a cake <laughs> and she eats it I, I don't i probably would who am i kidding but it's, it's suspicious <laughs> i'd be looking out the window with my eyes be shifting all over the place if we got free <laughs> pizza or a cake who got me this pizza <laughs> delicious um, <laughs> yeah and that was the other thing they, they replaced his I forgot what they called it his temple button yeah yeah and, uh, and he blew it like, like an NES cartridge yeah that was great <laughs> I was gonna have yeah, that on my notes too he blew on it which was good um, but unfortunately he had a backup so he gets back into the system but they outrace him and they make it to the patch just in time Anything you guys want to talk about there? Um, the, I mean, this is when it turns into a full Star Trek episode, basically, right? At this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, we can't go through the meteor uh, area; it's too dense. Never make it. Well, here they're, they're waiting to like take off, and like she's in the captain's chair, and he won't go. And he's like, "Well, usually, like, the captain says something like engage or whatever." Just like, just, just fucking go. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> yeah. Go. And then at the very end, too, when uh, like. <laughs> They ask her like, "Where should we go?" Oh, let's just fuck off somewhere. <laughs> like, she doesn't yeah, like yeah. anything specific. Like, yeah. King of Space. It's basically a Star Trek episode. They're mining. You know, they're going through the asteroid belt or wherever the fuck that is, and then of course, some part of the ship gets hurt, and someone needs to go down to a core reactor and fix it, and that's yeah, when the uh, Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> Walton goes down there, and he buys some time by apologizing, which. Like he said, it's kind of everything he says is true. Like, I, I did treat you incorrectly and all this shit, but you fucking cloned my... You threw my son out of an airlock, so go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, like, so that guy was, like, really the only one he should have had, like, legitimate, like, beef with. Everybody yeah. else seemed, like, just really petty, like, <laughs> yeah. by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they make it through just in time. He doesn't. And then they thought they would end themselves by doing that. But basically, it didn't. It just detached them from the private server. And now they're in yeah. the main cloud. The they, got their, they got their genitalia back. 
Yeah. Yes, they, they got yeah, their they jump did. back. They're in, they're not in the the modded scenario, so they just got regular infinity clothes or whatever the name of the game was. And they're in, and they're interacting with. <laughs> they're back in the good old gamer world and just assholes <laughs> yeah. assholes and uh, yeah that's hilarious but I guess before we get to that um, yeah so did you guys like and then he's stuck there and basically they he's you know you think he's just I guess stranded in his own world and then you find out the, the system finds out he's an anomaly or whatever and he gets basically yeah he gets brain dead deleted brain or dead, suspect yeah yeah I think we could assume he died there, right? I mean, he's yeah. drooling and his hand goes limp. and mm-hmm. um, It's like, get the yeah, very... I was going to... I forgot... Go ahead. I was going to say, like, very least he's comatose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll send him to San Junipero. <laughs> um, I forgot that he did die at the end of this, to be honest with you. So I was like, okay, they do all of this. But nobody really knows, in the real world, knows what he did, right? They sent Nanette to do this, but they didn't really give her all the details, right? They're just telling her yeah. to do this to do it. Yeah. So I'm like, that really doesn't solve anything. But it did if he dies, so. Mm-hmm. So her stealing uh, the stuff didn't matter. Yeah, in the end, I in guess it kind of didn't. You're right. They didn't know that was going to happen. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so now they're back in the real world, and the new sh- ship, in the real world, but in the main game world, and ship comes by, and, yo, what are you doing here? What do you want to trade? We got nothing, and he just kicks him out of, uh, it's hilarious, Aaron Paul, he's a, sorry, I'm king of space, um, might as well have added bitch to the end of it, like his character in <laughs> Breaking yeah. Bad, uh, that was really cool. Scott already said, "Yeah, let's just fuck off." Um, yeah. I liked the 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 one lady wanted to fight though. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so what do you think? So they're still stuck in the game, though. Yeah, right, but then so... they can't go into the real world at all. But they've got an infinite game world where they can go anywhere. But is that still out of there? They didn't want to be there to begin with. So is that? Well, they wanted to be free of the captain and his, all his tortures. I understand that. But would you just not exist? Do you know your real version's out there? Or do you still want to co- exist in this fake world? So basically, I have here is, last movie was heaven is a place on earth. This movie is hell is a place on earth. Right? <laughs> if you're in his personal game. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But then it kind of turns into heaven because they can go anywhere. They can go like way deep into the cloud servers or wherever where there's no players yet. They can get their own little patch of land, a little planet to call their own, whatever. So, so to kind of go back to like the beginning of the, you know, the the moral lesson, whatever, um, to tie it into to what Jeff's saying here. Um, so they they all recognize that they're not the people that live in the real world. Like, yeah, they still think and act and feel like those people do and would but on on that level they realize that they're not like a part of that world so like it is it is interesting that they like they're all on board with it um you know from a from a psychological standpoint <coughs> who knows how long the other people have like been trapped in there like um so they're, yeah. they're maybe more willing to accept what's going on um, of like this new chance to like 
but you know it's better than dying kind of kind of thing like it goes back to the same Junipero thing about mm-hmm. uh, you know whether you should do that or not um but uh yeah it, it's that's what's gonna say even in San Junipero they know they're not it's not real anymore right so you can still you can still be happy at least for a time yeah but yeah i think the difference is that in san junipero they think once they're in the program that that's them they got completely not their bodies but their souls and personalities got transferred into the machine right and this there's, one there's a yeah key, they key know key that they're hell oh, we're just a, a copy of their brain and electrical impulses. Maybe not that far. Maybe they actually think that it's a copied consciousness. But I think the only difference is it's a move. It's a it's a cut and paste versus a copy and paste. In both cases, <laughs> they know, right? In both cases, they know they're a copy and they're put in this new virtual world. Just in one case, there is no source anymore. In the other, ca- in the one case, there is a source. That's really the only difference. Yeah, but I, th- I think that's a very key distinction, though. Yes. Like they're they so the in, in Callister they know that they're leading the separate life now. Like they're two con- mm-hmm. two completely different things. Whereas the other one they were still one and the same. Because they weren't they weren't in two places at once. Yeah. Um so you you'd always know that there was these other people that are you, like living the life that you had. Right. Um and yeah, like I, I mean, that has to shape how you would like view your your life moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they obviously make it seem like no one had like <laughs> they make the jokes about how you can't even take a shit <laughs> the simple pleasure yeah. of taking a shit. So like they clearly don't need sustenance. Like they're effectively immortal as far as like you know it seems like as long anyways. as they yeah as, yeah as long as the servers are running. Or, or at least as long as like the, like ship doesn't blow up or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if Aaron Paul with Gamer Six Nine One would have shot yeah, him? Yeah, no, there, maybe that would have ended them. Yeah, that may, yeah. might have. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's another some interesting. So then, why do they need their buttholes and junk back if they still are? Okay, now I'm just now this is just being stupid, but <laughs> there's I think people are oh, but people are paying to play this game. Wouldn't the servers know that there's there's like this. Not, I mean, an NPC, but it's yeah, whatever. It's no. Well, they know how they know what the um, what the system updates look like, so or the, mm-hmm. the software updates look like, so they can avoid them. Except now they have a CTO. Who's this? Who becomes the CTO? Mm. Kristen or um, oh, Nanette Kabir? Kabir. Uh, yeah, Kabir's probably been longer at the company. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah, just back back to the whole thing though about the the cloning and so we've talked about like how they react and what they would think, but like looking at how um, Daily treats them, like he's he's effectively like it, to me, uh, he he's, he's effectively like torturing human beings, like living humans, and there's really yeah. no distinction yeah. there between. If he did that there, if he did like something similar in the real world at that point, like I, yes. I'm curious, like in his own mind, if he thinks that or not. I would say no. I you what you said is 100 percent right, but I think that's the distinction he yeah, made that, in his that's, mind. Yeah, that's okay. I think that's that's and that's like always going to be the argument, like or that's always going to be like the like the 
like, well, you know, like people didn't know they were hurting people online, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the bees. But uh, yeah, so I am curious, like how much he realized he, what he was doing was was that honked up. Um, on some level, he had to know, like, because he's like sneaking around stealing people's DNA and things. Right. Um, and like, why would it be fun for a normal person to toss a kid out in an airlock like that? Like, it just wouldn't be. Um, so he's obviously a, a, a disturbed person, uh, which again isn't isn't necessarily the same level as like being a serial killer in the real world. Uh, but you know, like for for like us as the viewers being able to pull back, like yeah, they're effectively like living people. Yeah, it's fucked up. I forgot. That's is what it, it is. Where the cast listed, we said there was the. Cameos of Aaron Paul and Kirsten Dunst. I think she's married to Jesse Plemons. Isn't she, she is. She is. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Why she was probably just on set or something. And they, they, they was one of the the last uh, Academy. It was probably several years ago now, like before the pandemic. But uh, Academy Awards. Whoever was hosting the show made a joke where they went over and sat next to Kirsten Dunst, and they pretended that Jesse Plemons was just like a seat filler. Like. Let's see if I can find the clip. <laughs> you tell me like he was laughing, but he wasn't really laughing. Like, <laughs> I guess better him than her because she's more the seat filler these days than he is, right? Ooh, hey, ooh. <laughs> if you don't Jesus. gotta win, it's not two thousand and one anymore. There, Kirsten. Dang. I don't know. Maybe she does stuff, but I haven't seen anything. I don't think Jeff made I... it like that, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? He did. Yes. All right. Anyway, I didn't mean like uh, anything else. Um, no, this is just a, a really fun episode. Like whoever, like if it was it was Booker, like clearly like has some Star Trek knowledge. Because um, mm-hmm. they, they they really kind of nailed the Kirk stuff and like the campiness of the the '60s show, and, um, and then how like you guys said, it really felt like a Star Trek episode. Like toward the end, like it kept gearing up towards that. Yeah. And by the way, this uh, Charlie Broker Brooker, he's he's credited as a writer on every single episode. Oh, uh, it must Mirror. be a creator then, right? Yeah, I think it's his show, right? Yeah. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah probably. I, yeah, I know they have writers' rooms in this, and so he made. It's probably not the single writer, but he is involved in all of them, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> he just goes into the writers' room, goes, "What about this? Okay, write it." And then he goes out. Credit. <laughs> I mean, like I said, this is, if you think about it, this is San Junipero, just in a different, flipped on its head, or used for personal yeah. vengeance. So, like, it's, it, but I like it. It is a, to- it's a totally different story, but at the same time, it's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe All it's right. a few years later, because you don't need, like, this big server with, like, the screw in the personalities into the servers. You can just do it on your home PC. I mean, it, it's pretty, like, top of the line, I, I'm guessing, but still. You know what I'm well, saying? in this case, there's no real network interfaces. It's just him. That's yeah, that's true. Servers, right? Yeah, everything's just local. That's true. Um, although it was still had to be plugged in because it was getting the update, which you would think he would have a block on that. Anyway, anyways, um, what an idiot. So I think Scott, or no, let's, so let's go through. So you guys, we did last episode. You guys said San Junipero. Um, the last one just said hate in the nation and then play test. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming this one's bumping bumping down at least uh, 
hated in the nation. So where are we at here, Scott? Where were you put this? In so so four? San Junipero, San Junipero, then Sacapotero, <laughs> San Junipero, then USS. Cal- I keep wanting to say McAllister. USS yeah, Kevin McAllister, McAllister. the Home Alone ship. <laughs> then hated in the nation. Then playtest. Okay, Alex. Um, Flip at the top, right? Yes, flipped at the top. This is my favorite USS McAllister, (laughs) and then San Junipero, and then Hated in the Nation, and uh, Playtest. All right, for me, it's definitely San Junipero. It's it's between this and Hated in the Nation. I really like both these episodes a lot. I probably put this too, but it's very close. And then play test at the end. Um, all right. Anything else? I will have to pick two. We won't do them this Halloween season, but maybe later in the year or maybe next Halloween, I'll pick up a couple more. I think I got all the nice and friendly ones out of the way, though. So now you got <laughs> yeah, oh We're going to get a little darker. I mean, but if, I can still if, find good if, ones. If Hate of the Nation is one of the happier ones, Jesus. Yeah, I know. So so wait, um, oh my God. Jeff. Happier, so, so wait, Jeff. You you said um, you said Callister, then either hated the notion, then San Junipero. San Junipero is number one. Okay, okay. And then and then it was I, type between Callister. Okay, I think it was the same as you. Um, okay, yeah, Callister, hated the nation, but it's close. Two and three are really close to me. If you ask me a different day, I could switch it. Um. This is going to be really... Maybe we should have all four of our listeners vote on other ones <laughs> that we should watch. Um, the na- National... Okay, I'm just going to really quickly, for whatever, so we can talk here. National Anthem, no, we'll never watch that one again. That's the pig fucking one. Yeah. Um, I happen to like episode two of season one called 15 Million Merits. It's 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 disturbing, but not as bad. That's where these people are kind of stuck in some world a weird underground world where they're just like riding bikes to gain credits and they live in their little rooms and the credits oh, yeah, give them one. access to go yeah. on some like reality like uh yeah that was just depressing america's america's got talent show yeah it's yeah, depressing but it's some good acting um mm-hmm. the guy from um oh what are those horror movies uh oh from get out Get Out, yeah, the main character from Get Out and the buddy in Black Panther. Uh, he's the main character in that one, and he's oh, really good. Oh, and the oh, girl oh really I, I know. Sorry, uh, that's the okay. So going back to Callister real quick, um, uh, Shania uh, Michaela Cole. Um, she's one of the uh, I forget what they're called, but like the the Queen's Guard. In uh, the Black Panther movies. Oh, okay. Uh, Sh- Shuri Sherry, is that whatever? His sister, she's uh, in one of these episodes too. We haven't gotten okay. to that one, but she, she's in one. Um, the entire history of you, that's kind of fucked up. Where the, I think that's the one Alex said you and Leah stopped watching. Yeah, that's, that's where that's the one we stopped. <laughs> people have memory implants in their heads, and then you can just like tap into your spouses and see what they were looking at and doing and stuff. It's fucked up. Yeah. We won't watch that one. Be right back. Well, the good thing about this is you, you uh, Captain Carter, um, you get to see some of her goods in it. 
but it's pretty fucked up, so we probably won't watch that. <laughs> White Bear is interesting. Maybe we'd watch that one. I don't want to explain it. The Waldo mm-hmm. moment sucks. Um, White Christmas is a good one. That's with John Hamm. Yeah, I don't know. See, some of these are good. Some of them. No, is wait. We def- is, is White Christmas literally a Christmas episode? I think so. Maybe we should do it for around Christmas time. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Although, you, did, did, John- you, did you notice at the end of Callister that... Uh, that it played a few notes of um, Silent Night. Did not. Yeah. Mm. It was a Christmas time in that one too. So technically that was a Christmas episode we watched. Oh shit. We fucked up. Um, season three, we watched already three of those episodes, but Nosedive is probably the most popular one. Uh, that's with more social media stuff and everything. And that's with Bryce Dallas Howard. That's a really good one. We'll do that one one day. We did play test. Shut up and dance is fucked up. I don't think we'll do that one, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that one. Maybe I'll do that. And the Minigun Fire once again fucked up. All right. Um, I don't know season four as well. We did USS Callister. Or, yeah, there's some good ones here. Hang the DJ. All right, and then I have to catch up. Maybe we can all watch season six together. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Uh, earlier this week, uh, one Jeff took out a, a young upstart on the hockey rink, giving him, uh, trips him up, probably giving him a concussion for good measure, earning himself a penalty this week. And they went on to win? Did you guys win that game? First of all, I did not get a penalty. I probably should have, but I did not give a penalty. He was oh, fine. Wow. He was, he's merely a flesh wound and he skated away. Um, yes, we won. Yay. Jeff's a goon. Despite an own goal. Did I read that right? Yeah, I scored a goal. I scored an own goal. I had two penalties and an assist. <laughs> I was all over the damn score sheet. Damn. I blocked a shot at the point and it's slowed by the goalie. It's not really an own goal, but technically. Did you try to take off one of your skates and stab somebody with it? <laughs> I did not. Oh. Like, what do you even do it out there? Are you trying it? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was kind of fun. It was like I played the night before. So I'm just starting to get back into hockey. Uh, but I'm playing in a pretty low O division over there. But it's fun as I'm getting back into it. But the night before, my brother and my friend Adam asked me to play in their league, which is much higher. And um, my fiance watched me for the first time. She's never actually watched before because like I was in COVID. Ooh, I, COVID. My I didn't have COVID, but all that stuff. So she went, and then it's right by um, where our friend Matt lives. So he came and watched. So I had a couple friends watch that game. Me and my brother and Adam did okay. Um, and then the next night she was going to watch again, and then we have some friends from out of 
town in town because of the wedding next weekend. They all went to to watch. So Laura and them showed up. And then Adam happened to have a game too that night and he hung out with them. So I had a big crowd there cheering for me and booing me. And that was fun. Damn, you should have told me. Because right now we're we're right next to the Ice Palace. We're like 10 minutes away. Yeah, but this was in... Anaheim. So, oh, this, oh, this is a different one. This Wait, is a different rink, yeah. So, Brian doesn't play at the Ice Palace? The one at Aliso? Yeah. Yeah, no. Brian plays in Yorba Linda. He play, it's like right next to my old condo. Oh, okay. Like way out uh, there. That's where we played yeah, on okay. Saturday. And then on Sunday, I played in Anaheim, over like in downtown Anaheim. Um, and the game is at 945 at night. So, I'm not I'm pretty sure you <laughs> didn't go to that. Yeah. Anyway, that's really your sports story? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, not a whole <laughs> lot for me. Uh, just that the uh, the actor strike is still going strong. Um, mm-hmm. they, they'd walked away recently, but now they're talking about getting to it again. Um, hope this is settled soon. Uh, just for the sake of ongoing projects that I might have been interested in and seeing them on the big screen at home, wherever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of which, now that the, the writers are, are back, um, they've, yeah. they've started doing some of the late night shows again, um, which is a thing that I watch clips of um, with without guests, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, for at least people that are a part of the, yeah. the actors strike. I'm sure they have stuff like musicians and stuff on or, or whoever else, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, but that's that's back. Uh, just hopefully, having the the writers uh, will uh, I don't know again keep keep things uh, afloat for some of the other projects. Uh, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe like we already talked about Marvel needing to slow down. Uh, and they definitely have. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the momentum on that is is definitely waned. Uh, so maybe this is a no, good this thing is Marvel. This is Marvel, not DC. Well, both. Um, and, Can't uh, do it, Mister Wayne. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, not not too much. Um, yeah, some some games coming out next month. Uh, remakes of old games, just like movies. So it's all it's all sequels and remakes and reboots and updates. Uh, and uh, we'll talk talk more about that then. A couple games for the Switch uh, early next month. Yeah, I'm hearing good things from yeah Super Mario Wonder. Well, that yeah Super Mario Wonder is out. Yeah, I'm curious about that one. Uh, that looks looks like fun. Everybody at the office that's been playing has been raving about it. So yeah, okay. I would play it. Yeah, maybe give that a whirl. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. outside of that, uh, nothing really more from me. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Yeah, I'm finally playing uh, Baldur's Gate. The first one? Dark Alliance. Oh, okay. <laughs> On the PS2. Uh, yeah. I, I'm in, I always get that. Uh, what do you, What would you call it, Scott? Once I finish like a big game and everything, and it's like, ah, I don't want to know that, that hazy period where I don't want to, I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> Um, there's, there's always, it's like, it's always that thing where, yeah, I, I don't know. Go say hi this. to your children? No, yeah, no, of course. Like that. That. Nothing. It's like, what do I do for entertainment? It's like, uh, do I pick up 
a book? Do I read Lord of the Rings again? No, there's there's always there's always that that um, sadness, like sadness, like emptiness. I, I don't know, like what the yeah. exact word for it is. Where you just like yeah, the Germans that was, probably that was have awesome. a word for it. Like I wish I could do it. <laughs> what, what was that, Alex? The Germans probably have a word for it. <laughs> they probably do. Yeah, a very long one. Yeah, right. That's good. Um, yeah, but yeah. Just just that idea Shout of. Like now that that's over, like that I I greatly enjoyed that. Like I connected with it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same again. Like uh, you know, yeah, we like. What's the next thing going to be? Or you know, like bum that you know I won't I won't get that first time around kind of feeling. Right. Uh, uh, well, it it wasn't that strong this time because it was um, Starfield, and that game was eh, mid, yeah. as the kids call it for me, anyways. So I start, and usually I like trade off between genres. So I did a hard sci-fi game. So usually I would do like a fantasy game, but this time I was like, oh, I already have like the Halo Master Chief collection installed <laughs> on my PC. Might as well play that for a little bit. And I started playing Halo Reach. And there's a there's a couple technical things that I had to do to get the audio working correctly in that game, but after that, it was it's still Halo, still Reach. You the just, controls are really to, tight. You have, fun. Go on, you have to go into DOS. Like, uh, I had to do a enable uh, your sound card. Uh, I had to modify a bin file in my text editor. Mm-hmm. I had to switch one zero to one, and then the sound worked. Per- my sound card worked perfectly. The old sound after card that. works perfectly. <laughs> uh, so I was playing that for a bit, and was like, ah, I'm not really feeling it. So I, and after I get like that, then I usually go into like the old school retro games. And it's like, yeah, I was looking at all, all the uh, games that I've emulated and everything. And it's like, oh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. I played the shit out of that when it came out. And I haven't played it since. So I started a new game of that. Uh, still pretty fun. I just played Mist or Return to Zork. <laughs> and I got to say, I have both of those actually from good old games. There you go. So yeah, you know what? Maybe I should. Do you have Alex? Do you have? But without cheating. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'll I'll give it a shot. I don't think I don't think your brain can do it anymore. (laughs) I don't think so either. (laughs) Yeah, maybe once upon a time. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, Alex, do you have the Nintendo Online subscription? I do. Okay. You get all those. Like I start playing Chrysalis. Oh yeah, you know what? That's one of the ones I never played. Yeah, give that a whirl. Hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. So I was just gonna say that you were looking for a term, and I think the Smashing Pumpkins third album is what you're looking for: is melancholy <laughs> and the infinite sadness. There you go. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Des- despite all your rage. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Here's the other thing. I, the, Maybe I, I should make a new segment on the show called Alex's Hot Take. Oh, God. And uh, my hot take is that the uh, Spy Kid movies are better than the Avatar movies. Is that really that hot of a take? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I guess everybody hey, feels hey, that way. Yeah, hot of a take, but also, like, <laughs> e- even, like, the Spy Kid movies in and of themselves, like, there's a vast, <laughs> like, degree of quality there, right? Am I wrong? Yes. 
But I think they push technology farther than the Avatar movies do. Uh, they certainly, judging by how much budget the Spy Kids movies has, as opposed to what they rake in, like uh, I think they make more money overall. Pretty cost effective. And uh, yeah, and also Billy Magnuson was in the latest Spy Kids entry, Spy Kids Armageddon, and where the Spy Kids had to go into this virtual game world <laughs> to stop the bad guy that was trying to take over the like the thing was like this he put his video game on everything and you couldn't access like your atm card or your atm balance at the atm without playing a game first you couldn't get into your like your automated electric lock or the doors or anything without like beating a level from his game and that's what they had to stop so there you go oh that movie starred zachary levi as well so star power there you go mm-hmm. all right Anything else? Nope, that's it for reels this time. All right, Efe, what do you got? What do you oh, got? A couple things. Um, I'm getting married this weekend, so <gasps> I gotta get this out there. Shit. In, in the, Why would in I the invite it? It's it's <laughs> you are invited. Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's not to me or <laughs> Alex, by the way. Oh yeah. yeah, I know the one that got to away. I know, I, know, I know some people ship us, but that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the threesome of doom right there. Um, <laughs> Come and knock on a door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Suzanne Summers. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we did mention yeah. that. Um, but yes, Laura and I are getting married this weekend, so Woo. that'll be wonderful. Then we're going on a honeymoon, so just a heads Woo. up, the next couple weeks, I will not be here, but I think Woo. the guys will have something in store for you. Woo. Um, yeah. We'll see. See if this machine can keep going without me. We'll see. Hey, you listeners better get your big brains on for our next episodes. All right. I can't wait to listen to it while I'm sucking down my ties on the beach. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I won't be listening. But <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, come on. He doesn't want to be stressed out on his honeymoon. So I'm, I'm sure you've, you've, you've had them before, Jeff, but I, I highly recommend Lava Flows. As, yeah, yeah, as long yeah. as you're getting like fruity tropical drinks, like mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, lava yeah. flows are it's, quite it, tasty. I'll have one or two. They're they're <laughs> the most like calorific mm-hmm. drinks I think I've ever made. But I'll have a couple. I have lava flows. Go have a shave ice. Go get some uh, loco moco, some real spamasubi. Yeah, some poi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, should be fun. We're going to the Big Island. Never been there before. Um, yeah. All right. Well, with that, and like, I think as I mentioned before, I think we said Alex and Scott will be there. They're part of my, they're the groomsmen. So you guys have woo, very little duties, but you have yeah. some duties <laughs> day of and duties. then get drunk. I think Alex has to have at least 10 beers. From <laughs> yeah, well, drinks. Yep. Drinks. Yeah, sorry. Drinks. Alcoholics. Dad, <laughs> Dad, listen to me. You have to have, you can only have 10 beers minimum. <laughs> My kids told me. I'm like, are you sure, buddy? It's like, yeah. okay, maybe we'll go 15. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Wait, they're just looking out for you. They're yeah. Just, they're just looking out for you. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll give an update after all that when I'm back. But the other things I have going on, um, I have to talk about this because it's been cracking me up. As mentioned earlier, I've, start, I've started playing hockey again. Um, the teams that I were on, they all kind of disbanded during COVID. And so now some of these people don't even live here anymore. And I'm trying to find a new team. And there's an app I just use, you know, like a free agent thing. Hey, I'm looking for a team. And 
uh, this, I fell into this guy's communications. We talked and I joined their team and they're, it's hilarious. Most of them are like a lot younger than us. I mean, they're like in their twenties. Um, and again, the name of the team is the ice sabers. I don't think anything about it. And then the sabers part is literally a lightsaber. It's like their logo yeah. is like a hockey guy holding and then you a quit. And then you quit because you don't cotton to playing with nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just sitting there, and then like, and not only like that's their logo, but then they have like, he's like, "What code do you want?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Well, you can get a green one, or you can get a red one, or you can get a purple one, or you can get a blue one. And I'm like, "All right, all right, all right." All that's happened. Fine. I've just barely. I haven't. They gave me the the iron ons. I'm supposed to iron them on my jersey. I haven't done that yet. Um, the other day. Uh, that game we were talking about, I got it player of the game, MVP of the game, and they gave me like Republic credits. Like if you've been to Disney, <laughs> the Star Wars land at Disneyland, That's awesome. they sell Republic credits. So I got this little bronze medallion Republic credits. I'm like, oh, all right. You guys are uh, pretty good here. And then I'm not really paying attention and they keep talking about who they want to be, who they want to be. This one guy's like, well, I want to be Vader. And, and Skywalker, or I want to be Anakin, and something like that. I just like, super like, spoiler alert, Anakin is Darth Vader. <laughs> These guys are just like, oh, yeah, they're fucking hilarious. But then today the guy texts and I see all this. They have a Discord server. First of all, I can't keep up with these young kids on the internet. They're just <laughs> on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even try. All the time. And they're just talking about practices and stuff. But they're on this Jersey sub thread or whatever. And they're creating new jerseys for next season. And... But they want us to have like our like sub, like not our real names on the back. They want us to have like Star Wars based names on the back of our jersey. So, yeah. you and get, what's what do they call it on Swick? The Tuckerization of your name on there? Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, but I'm going through and I'm seeing like, yeah, these guys, I want to be Revan. Oh, also, our, we have a white, a white jersey and a dark jersey. So, a light and a dark. Or they want you to have a good name. On the light jerseys and a dark name in the bat. <laughs> and so, like, I just, I'm, I'm going to read you some of these things, right? Well, well, first of all, these all go by, and I'm not really paying attention. I kind of see it. You know, I have bigger things going on right now. And then the, the captain texts me. He's like, I don't know if you're coming back next season, but if you are, go check the thread. And I suggest you pick two names, two names soon, because all the good names are getting taken. And I was like, all right, well, I know my Star Wars characters. I can pick an obscure character even if all the names are gone you know I could be Ponda Baba or whatever like I <laughs> got some names yeah. yeah so I go to the thread and it's just the generation gap man and it's cracking me up like, like well, I got Revan as the good guy and Cad Bane is dark I'm like alright other guy I got Nihila Nihila like Nihilus my Latin's oh, Ni- Nihilus yeah Nihilus that makes more sense yeah, was, and then Starkiller all right. One guy has Vader and Skywalker. All right. I guess that's pretty. Yeah, it's a bit on the nose these, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they had these other ones. Another one wants Skywalker and Kylo Ren. Another one wants Kestis and Thrawn. Windu Maul. Yoda Snoke. Uh, Leia Bastilla. Uh, Dooku. I want Dooku and Tyrannus. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys haven't. I want Kit Fisto and Grievous. Like these guys are all prequel fucks. Like Jeff never felt dirty in his entire life. Like I got Binks, uh, and that one has to be a joke. But I don't know. I want Plagueis and blah blah blah. So I looked at all that, and I just like texted the guy. Like, oh, I want Bogatan and Phasma. Um, 
This name it all. So I just texted him like, I'll take Solo and Fett. Like, I don't have to get too wins. creative. I, I was thinking I had to get too creative. And I was like, no, I'll just take that. And he's like, all right, you have them. The you yours. Just, yeah. Nah, you should have out nerded You could have yeah. done Babu freaking Hux. Yeah. Yeah. You should have done Amanda Man, Man and <laughs> e- evil Dr. Ibizens. I know. I still may. I told him like the wedding and honeymoon are happening. I'll get back to him. But he's like, oh, I don't want you to lose the names. So, like, <laughs> I'm right, good. Bro. I'm good. Yeah, don't worry about it. You guys haven't picked any of the real obscure ones. <laughs> it should, it should be, yeah. um, you could be Dr. Ball. <laughs> yeah, that's like, right. Prune face. <laughs> yeah, prune face. <laughs> Dr. Ball uh, in Elon Slee's Bagano. Yeah. <laughs> it would be Prune Face uh, and uh, Whale Belly. Porkins. <laughs> Porkins. Yeah, I'm almost thinking I should just like drop Fett and Solo and just go to some like Will Rowhood and... <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Will Rowhood. Hey, you've got to be Will Rowhood. Oh, man, yeah. Will, Will but it's Will... not the whole name, but just the last name. So I have to have a hood back there, which yeah. I don't know if it's as funny. Um, but I don't know. Just crack me. They just—it was more the generation gap. Yeah, how, yeah, like, yeah. They're all yeah. no. Okay, they picked Vader and Skywalker, sure, but like no one picked any. Like yeah, like there's no like I want to be. I don't know if they said anyone picked Obi Wan or like Wedge or yeah Wedge. <laughs> I'd see. Okay, there's a Yoda here. But Cal Rizian. the prequels. That's, there you go. Yeah, yeah Cal Rizian. No Baru. No Owen. <laughs> what Akbar? Like, fuck, I don't even remember don't what, what. Like, can you name an Ewok from uh, the Ewok? Yeah, Chirpa. It. Oh, from the, uh, Chirpa. Chirpa the Child. still there. Yeah, <laughs> Wicket. Chirpa, Wicket. Um, oh, there's one other one. Mm-hmm. Low, gr- low Gray. Low Gray. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's what's uh, Chewbacca's son? <laughs> Oh, Lumpy. 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 Yeah, look at Lumpy. <laughs> you could be Lumpy and B. Arthur. I don't yeah. know. Oh, let's be, I know B. Arthur's name, too. It's, um, oh, God. Fuck. Lumpy. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Yeah, either B. Arthur or um, Art Carney's character. Yeah, yeah kind of with the little volcano on top of his head. <laughs> Oh man! Or the grandpa that's watching the porn on, yeah. on the Holovision. <laughs> yeah. But well, so yeah, I'll I'll keep you guys updated on whether or not I stick with the Han Solo Boba Fett, or if I switch it up and do something a little more. Yeah, like I said, Ponda Baba or. Oh man! A man, a man, a man. Just something really yeah. long. It's like all the <laughs> yeah. letters on the back. Of the- a man, a man, a man. Just be he hate me and uh, somebody else. <laughs> They'll buy it. <laughs> he hate me. Who's that? Oh, a Star Wars character. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then, then. Then just other quickly. This is uh, just YouTube. I'm flipping around and a couple of music documentaries that kind of popped up, which are pretty cool if you're interested. One, it was on um, the history of Tower Records. Which is pretty interesting. I didn't really didn't know much about it. Um, hmm. So, if, and I think it was Colin Hanks that produced it or made it, which was interesting. But basically, how it started up in Northern California, then came down here to LA, and then, but then it went from here to. I thought first it was New York or all the way to Japan, and it's and it's still in Japan. Like that was the one thing. Like Dave Grohl said, they went on tour. I mean, this is already like a five year old video, or whatever. But like they went on tour there, and they still had Tower Records, and it's still a thing over there. 
Oh, that's cool. Which, I don't know, it's, Scott. If you happen, you were just there. I was, you I was in Japan. I was in Japan recently. I, I didn't see. I didn't see Tower Records, but I can believe that it's still open because I was in a few shops. Um, that's some crazy old like electronic stuff. Um, when I say old, I mean stuff from like the early eighties, like <laughs> wow, like early eighties, early nineties, like old like computer games and things like that. But like whole stores full of that stuff. Uh, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, are you a neat now? I am not a neat. No, I, I in fact, I left my house to go into the office today. I haven't. So, <laughs> I am not a neat. I did get to go into some. Like I said, I got to go into some some cool, like really nerdy shops. Uh, so that was kind of fun. That's kind of a thing I wanted to do. It was in the Akihabara, mm-hmm. the the place that's kind of famous for that. Yeah. But anyway. It's a good documentary and it's stuff like I never knew. Like, yeah, they were like the first company, United States company to go over there that wasn't like partnered with the Japanese partner over there. They just kind of went over there, did their own thing. And just at that time, they were eating up the Western culture and stuff. So it was huge. And then I don't know. But then, they you know, obviously everyone knows, OK, like MP3s came out. And that's what killed them. But it was like more mismanagement and them. Well, then like all, like those, everyone, all those kinds of stores like went under like. Um, yeah, yeah. What were the other? But they talked about how version? they were. Yeah, they were talking about how they stopped selling singles because they wanted everyone to buy the albums, which we all knew that. But like them admitting to it, like that was more. If they would have started selling singles, maybe they could have lasted longer mm. and things like that, and mismet borrowing money and all this. Blah blah. blah. It's, anyway, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good documentary. Yeah. And then I saw one on the the Rainbow Room and the um, okay. Whiskey A Go Go down in LA and that just all that stuff that happens over there and the history of that, which I didn't know much about. And, uh, is that like, pretty cool. Like 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. It basically, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's, you know, the, everything from, uh, the Beatles, you know, Elton John, not Elton John, or maybe Elton John, but John Lennon and, and Ringo going there through the stones, all the British guys went there, but then obviously, it got really big with the '80s and the hair the hair bands there with Guns and Roses and Slash has his own booth and all that stuff and then how it died with kind of with grunge and everything and that that's, that's stopped becoming quite the place to be and but now it's kind of coming once again these are old documentaries but now it's kind of picking up again because people you know this generation now has old you know money are going to see concerts and they'll throw those kind of shows or playing there again was so um, just with, without like digging too much into it was was it just like that's just how things went at the time or was it just that all that grunge stuff was time. like w- like we were getting into like music videos and 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 it was easier to buy the music also all that stuff was coming from like seattle not los angeles right so <laughs> that might have affected some things yeah, I, I don't I, know. They, they they basically i forgot what the main reason was it was just that the culture just kind of changed of going out to show. I mean, cause you wouldn't, you go to the room room because you were going to the whiskey, the whiskey and the Roxy and all those, sto- all those things on there. And that just kind of stopped because the music people stayed more indoors in the nineties. They said because of the Seattle stuff. And it was a weird, I forgot exactly what they were saying. And then also kind of rock kind of dies at that point. That's right. Then, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Well, you could make an argument you know, that just, hair metal is what killed it. <laughs> but that was what was thriving the most actually that's what that's the biggest they said when you go to those corners back then when it was guns and roses and then well that was the second phase but with um 
Rat and Motley Crue and all that stuff. I don't know, but then he they say that was one of the I think that's the first place that Eminem ever played in LA, and that's where Dre saw him for the first time and when they made their connection. So they were throwing people were still doing underground stuff, still doing stuff there, but it was just never the same. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just very interesting. It, it was more about the the rainbow restaurant slash room more than it was the whiskey go-go, but they talk about how they had to put this restaurant because now they needed, it was kind of goes together and just, you know, the infamous, that's the spot where Lemmy always stayed, you know, sat and <laughs> drink his Jack and you Coke probably, and you played the little le- game. Legend has it. You can still smell Lemmy there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it was pretty cool. If you're interested in rock and roll and all that stuff, check it out. I couldn't tell you the name, but just search those keywords and you'll find it on YouTube. Yep, cool. cool. All right, that's all I got. All right. Good luck this week, Jeff. Not that you'll need it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.